1: It's time to play like a jet with your host Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets. That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the thirty. Hits the Jets, and he's gonna go. Just win it. Touchdown. Rookie Xavier Gibson, game over! Allen has time, intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it, Allen! Tripped up, he could not get past Jermaine Johnson! Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall! He's done it again! Brees Lightning! 62 yards for the touchdown! And he's sacked again by Quentin Williams! What a beast! Number 95 for the Jets!
2: Listen... Thank this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at Play Like a Jet One. And it is time to talk about the stock up and stock down from the college football playoffs so far, of course. We've got the championship coming up on Monday, but Four of the best teams in the country. I'm not going to say the four best because I still think Florida State kind of got screwed. Even if Jordan Travis was hurt, I thought they earned their shot in the college football playoff. But the four teams that were selected had plenty of guys that are going to be playing on Sunday in 2024. And so to break down their performances, our friend, who, of course, is the owner and the founder of WalterFootball.com, Mr. Walter Cherapinski. Walter, what's up, brother?
3: Not much. uh, Glad... uh... Glad to be on again and to uh, break down the uh, the college football playoff uh, players and uh, yeah, thanks for having me on again, Scott. It's uh... Walt. It's always fun
2: having you on. I love talking about the NFL draft, which is approaching in a couple of months. It's crazy right now. It's January and the NFL draft is only a few months away. It seems like just yesterday we were going through the whole situation with the Jets where they were pursuing Aaron Rodgers and that was going on and on and on forever. Now he's actually been here for about a year, or will be by the time the draft comes. So this is going to be a fascinating time of year for the New York Jets. And one thing that I thought was incredibly interesting is the fact that before we get into the games and the players that we saw in those two semifinal games, there's an item up on your hot press section over at WalterFootball.com, courtesy of the great Charlie Campbell, who has fantastic sources all over the league. From the people that he's talked to, and it is early, we haven't seen the combines or the workouts or any of that stuff yet, but everybody appears to be pretty evenly split between the top three quarterbacks, not the top two, because I think what everybody assumed is that Caleb Williams was going to be QB1, Drake May would be QB2, And then there would be a battle for QB3. But I think Jaden Daniels sort of emerged here because he went into the season thinking it would be Williams and May. And now it's Williams, May, and Daniels. And a bunch of teams actually have Daniels ahead of the other two. There are plenty of teams that still have Caleb Williams at number one. There are some teams that have Drake May ahead of both Williams and Daniels. But this is good news for the Jets because the more quarterbacks that go ahead of them, the better. And... If things go well for them draft-wise on Sunday, they could be in a position where maybe they're sitting there with the opportunity to have a quarterback on the board that a bunch of teams covet and they can trade out and pick up some extra picks. So Walter, talk to me a little bit about this. I was pretty surprised to see this, but as we know, Charlie Campbell has great sources, so there's got to be something to
3: it. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, Charlie talks to everyone around the NFL, so... Um, not a not a surprise to see uh, him, him break a story like this. So, yeah, I mean, a few months ago, this may have been blasphemy to say that Kale Williams wasn't considered the uh, the consensus top quarterback, but it's not the case anymore. Kale Williams had a not an ideal finish to his uh, to his 2023 season, um, and I know there are some some off the field stuff that that are that some people are worried about at least. Uh, but you have Drake May, um, and obviously Jaden Daniels. Um, as, as potential options to go number one overall. And there could be a surprise, I guess. Um, one AFC uh, di- director of player personnel uh, told Charlie that, uh, that they actually have Jaden Daniels as the highest graded quarterback in this class. Um, and then May 2nd and Williams 3rd. So Williams not even in the top two uh, for this team. Uh, then again, though, an AFC national scout told Charlie that Cale Williams is a generational talent. And of course he's going to go number one overall. So, re- Or at least he should. So it's 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 very interesting to see how teams uh differ on these prospects. I don't know if I shared this with you before but um what during the uh ahead of the uh 2017 NFL draft, I was asking some teams about uh Deshaun Watson and uh Patrick Mahomes. Uh I was talking to one team um uh, and I was, I actually asked um this is this is a uh director though this is a VP of player personnel. Um I asked him, what he thought the 49ers would do at number two overall because i didn't really know I, I didn't know so i was kind of fielding uh opinions from teams he said he was terrified that the 49ers are going to draft patrick mahomes number two overall um because he thought that mahomes is a generational talent a quarterback his team didn't need a quarterback so they were going to they weren't going to take mahomes um but he was worried that this great 49er team was going to get i uh, was going to be quarterbacked by mahomes and turns out he was right however I asked him about Watson, and he said, oh, we don't like Watson. We have him as a third-round prospect. Uh, so it's, it's like interesting how teams view prospects differently. Obviously, Watson went number 12 overall. The Texans even traded up 13 spots for him. Um, so, yeah, teams view players differently. There's no consensus, big board. Um, every team has their own rankings and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, it's not a surprise to see Williams, May, and Daniels all view differently.
2: Walter, with that said, and I am very surprised by it, we'll see how it continues to develop as the process moves on and we get to the combine and we get to the workouts and all of that. I want to talk about the players that we saw in the college football playoff. There's another round to go. Washington is going to end up taking on Michigan in the final, which breaks my heart as a Texas fan. But if you're a college football fan, those are the two teams that seem to be on a collision course, so it's not a big surprise. Although both games went down to the wire. Let's talk about the offensive talent that we saw in the first game, which was Michigan taking on Alabama. For Alabama, the big offensive prospect was J.C. Latham, the offensive tackle I thought he looked pretty good. There were times in pass protection where he had some issues, but his play strength, as Brandon Thorne points out a lot, is phenomenal. We saw some really nice blocks. There was one where he really savaged Chris Jenkins on Michigan, who we'll get to in a little bit. And then for Michigan, you had J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback, Blake Quorum, the running back, and Roman Wilson, the wide receiver. What'd you see from these guys? Stock up, stock down, what'd you think?
3: Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I thought Latham uh, looked pretty good. I mean, he's, uh, he's he's in contention to be a top ten pick in this draft. I, I still think that Joe Alt is probably going to be the top tackle chosen, but um, I, I I mean, it could go either way. Like you know, we we're talking about the quarterbacks. Like these these uh, NFL teams are going to have tackles ranked similarly. Um, so uh, yeah, it really really depends on uh, on, uh, on on how. And how the, these these uh, teams view the players, and like on on where where are these uh, teams are drafting players. You know, some teams are going to have athleticism graded highly, uh, so they they may, may like all. But like a team that values uh, like power from their offensive linemen, I think they may have Latham higher. So, um, yeah, I think Latham is fine. Uh, JJ McCarthy, uh, he had, you know his three touchdown passes. Uh, it, kind of, it kind of had to like what you saw there. He showed some scrambling ability too. But I think he's definitely behind the top three quarterbacks. Like, I think it, like before it used to be uh, Kel Williams and Drake May, and then the next tier down was Daniels and McCarthy. But I think Daniels kind of distanced himself from McCarthy, whereas like Charlie actually posted a report on, on the NFL Hot Press um, talking about how uh, McCarthy uh, was viewed as a potential Daniel Jones or Will Levis, and we saw Levis fall to the second round. Last year. Now, I, I, I still think McCarthy is going to go in the first round, but um, it would surprise me if he fell a little bit uh, in comparison to the other three guys. So, um, yeah, we have McCarthy there. Blake Quorum uh, had a good game, 83, 83 rushing yards and a touchdown. He also caught a couple passes and scored a touchdown uh, through the air. Um, so, he's someone I've had in like, the second round of my mock draft. So, uh, not a surprise to see him play well. I think he's definitely going to be a day two prospect. Yeah, Roman Wilson uh, had, a, had a big game. He led uh, everyone in receiving this game. He had four catches, 73 yards, and a touchdown. Um, yeah, I, I think he's uh, you know maybe a uh, probably a mid-round prospect. Maybe he sneaks into day two. Um, so he definitely uh, helped himself uh, in the semifinal game.
1: Learn more at marines.com. Play like a jet. Play like a jet.
2: Let's talk defense now because Michigan, I think you had more offensive players to watch. And with Alabama, it was more defensive players. You've got Kool Aid McKinstry, who's my favorite player in this draft just because I love that name. It's fantastic. It's too bad that the Jets don't need a cornerback because can you imagine sauce and Kool-Aid? We talked about this. That would be the <laughs> funniest combination of all time. There was also Terry on Arnold and Dallas Turner, who a lot of people think could go in the top 10, the edge rusher. And for Michigan, the big one to watch was Chris Jenkins, the son of former Jets great. Chris Jenkins, who played at the University of Maryland and was a tremendous defensive tackle multiple time all pro when he played in the NFL for the Carolina Panthers and the New York Jets. So, Walter, who helped and hurt themselves here among the top prospects on the defensive side of the ball in this game?
3: I mean, Chris Jenkins had a a big sack in this game. um, And, you know, he's definitely a, a bigger player, but at the same time, he can get pressure on the quarterback and um, Charlie posted a hot press about him earlier in the season. I think it was a couple months ago, where teams uh, viewed Chris Jenkins as a first round pick. So I think he kind of reinforced that play. Um, so I think like, Jenkins had had a, had a had a big performance in this game. Um, and so I I, ha- I have him in the first round. Uh, I'm a mock draft, and um, so yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I think he really helped himself there. It's um, Terry Arnold and and Koolie uh, McKinstry, I, I think like. Klaymkechi was getting more hype entering the season but I think Terry and Arnold has been the better cornerback this year. Uh, Arnold is uh, he's quick and athletic. Uh, just just a lot of upside with him. Uh McCutry has kind of been uneven this year but um he has the talent to go in the first round. I have been in the second round. Um so I think he's kind of like on, on, kind of on the cusp there. Uh Dallas Turner is the the best prospect uh from uh, the defensive players in, in this game. Um, just, just an amazing uh, pass rushing threat. Uh, he, he also had a sack in this game, um, so I, it was it was impressive and like not not much of a surprise. He's considered the the best edge rusher in this class. It is close though. There are a couple other guys who can make the case uh, for that, but um, he is uh, the only edge rusher I have in my top ten right now. Um, so not not a surprise to see him play well as well.
2: The other semifinal game: Washington and Texas. Loaded with offensive talent We'll start with Texas Quinn Ewers, the quarterback It's assumed he's going to go into the NFL draft And not go into the transfer portal I thought he played reasonably well He got overshadowed by Michael Penix Jr. We'll talk about him in a little bit Donnie Mitchell might have been the best offensive player For Texas coming into this game And I thought he looked really good Almost caught the game-winning pass at the very end there the other wide receiver for texas Xavier worthy he'd gotten a bunch of hype this year thought he was solid this season i thought he was okay in this game another guy that could be going in that second to third round range i would think and then the tight end tradavion sanders what did you think of the performance of the offensive talent that we're going to see come off the board in april in the nfl draft here from the texas Longhorns side
3: um, you know, Ewers, I thought was uh, kind of what we thought he might be. It's, looks like a second round prospect to me. Um, so I, I think that uh, you know, obviously they they have uh, another quarterback there. So yeah, he could either he's either leaving the team or or entering the draft. Um, I think that you know, coming off uh, a performance in the in the college football playoff, I think it kind of makes sense for him to enter the draft. It's, his stock is is a little higher right now, we've seen quarterbacks go back to school and. To, uh, struggle and like really hurt their draft stock you know matt barkley was the obvious uh, one from about a decade ago he was considered a first round prospect and then he went back to school for a year and he fell to the fourth round um so like Ewers would be really hurting himself if he didn't come out uh, like i said i think he's a second round prospect um you know teams are always hungry for quarterbacks wouldn't wouldn't like I don't think it'd be crazy to think that like you could go at the end of the first round if the team's really desperate and they want to trade up, but I think more likely not second-round prospect. So, yeah, uh, Donnie Mitchell, uh, a great touchdown catch. The four catches, 32 yards, not the best stat line, uh, but we saw Quinn Ewers lean on him a lot, um, and so I, I thought that he looked pretty good, uh, whereas like Xavier Worthy I thought was like looked kind of uh, pretty mediocre. Um, I, I had him in the second round. I still do. You know, I think he could maybe go, go to the third round. I think Adonai Mitchell is going to go ahead of him. Uh, Jatavian Sanders, he actually led Texas in receiving this game. Um, he, he saw nine targets, uh, caught six passes for 75 yards. Um, yeah, I, I thought he looked like the guy the guy who would be this the top tight end off the board if it wasn't for Brock Bowers. Um, so I have him in the second round as well. I don't think he really changed his draft stock. It's kind of what I thought we would see. Um so out of out of everyone, I think maybe a Mitchell will probably help himself the most.
2: Washington. And this has been one of the knocks on Michael Penix as a draft prospect because they are so loaded offensively. You're looking at a team that has Troy Fatanu, who is arguably one of the top tackles. In college football this year He may slide inside to guard at the NFL level But high hopes for him I thought he played pretty well Roma Dunze, a lot of attention on him thought Jalen McMillan did okay Polk really, I thought, separated himself here But a lot of it was because Texas was really focusing on Roma Dunze And so that opened things up a little bit for Jalen Polk And we should also talk, of course, about the star of this game Michael Penix Jr., We were joking about this, Walter, texting back and forth. This is one of those prisoner of the moment situations. Everybody's saying, I don't think there's a better quarterback than Michael Penix. He can do this, he can do that, he can do this. If you watch his tape, there are far more weaknesses than people were letting on just from the one game they watched. He obviously had an excellent season, and I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. I've compared him to Geno Smith, who's a fine starter in the NFL. Obviously, the issue with Michael Penix above everything else is, 24 years old which is not a killer But two ACL tears In the same knee so talk A little bit about who helped and hurt their Stock I think Penix certainly helped it More than anybody else in this game He was tremendous the medical Is going to be what sets him back though Obviously
3: yeah I think Penix Definitely helped himself I mean He had an amazing game it's 430 yards Two touchdowns uh, ran for 31 rushing yards so um, I think that he may Have made the case to go ahead of McCarthy. It's an interesting argument, I think. Um uh, now he's I, I know some people were saying uh on Twitter, including some uh like pretty pretty known personalities on TV, that they were saying that uh Penix could be the first overall pick in the draft. <laughs> and it's kind of uh kind of funny how that that's not true. And like the, the people that Charlie talked to didn't even mention Penix as, <laughs> as one of the top three quarterbacks. But I think that he could be the number four quarterback uh, when all is said and done. Um, the there are concerns, but there are concerns with the other quarterbacks who are not in the top three. Like you know, for example, like McCarthy he was, like we said, is compared to Will Levis and Daniel Jones. Whereas like Penix, like you, like you were talking about, twenty four years old, kind of like Bo Nix, both they're be, t- they're both turning twenty four around the same time, uh, and Penix has a lengthy injury history um, w- with him, and that has to be a concern. Um, I, I kind of liken him to uh, Hendon Hooker from last year, whereas except he's not actively coming off a torn ACL. So like Hendon hooker fell to the third round last year. I think Penix, at least before this game was kind of destined for the second round. Now that he, he was really impressive. I think that if he has another great game in the national championship, he could vault himself into like top 20 consideration, maybe top 15 and who knows maybe maybe, maybe even top 10, but I think that more likely probably 11 to 20 range for Penix, I think makes no sense. Um, a team like for example like a team like Atlanta um, I think it makes a lot of sense for them they're not going to be drafting in the top 10 uh, in fact they could make the playoffs depending on what happens but um, I think that like Penix for them makes a lot of sense um, in, in the first round so like I, I don't I don't see him going in the top 10 just because of his age and injury history but you know he has enough upside to get him there so uh, so yeah there's there's Penix and you mentioned uh, Jalen Polk uh, he was tremendous. Um, I, I consider him like a fourth round prospect before this game. I think that you can make the case that he would go on day two. Now, um, obviously, one game isn't going to change all that much. But again, if he has another big game in the championship, then you're talking about um, a guy who's really going to help himself. Roman Odunze, I you know I think I thought he was the star. Like even though Polk uh, had the touchdown, I think uh, Odunze actually outgained them. He had 125 receiving yards. He looks like uh, he looks like he's going to be a great player in the NFL. I think he's going to be. I think he's certainly going to be a first round pick. I think that um, he could go into uh, the top twenty uh, for like for sure, and I think maybe top fifteen potentially. I think he's probably going to be. If I were to, if I were to guess, I'd, I'd say I would guess like sixteen to twenty four range, like uh, somewhere in the middle of the first round. Um, and then uh, and then Foyt- um uh, is obviously an a- excellent offensive lineman uh, in the, in the college ranks. Uh, and, you know, he he plays tackle for Washington, but there are size limitations with him, and uh, as, as good as he was, like, there's still going to be the size limitations. So, like, when he's measuring the combine, you know, the arms are going to come a little shot, like, short, uh, and I think that um, some teams are going to be talking about him potentially moving to guard, which, like, still shouldn't exclude him from the first round. I, like, the guards go in the first round all the time, um, but he won't have the potential that like some of the other tackles have that we talked about earlier. So I think that, uh, Pitano is uh, going to be a, a, probably mid to late first round pick. Um, it's just the size limitations I heard of.
2: Lastly, Walter, the defensive prospects here, not a ton of them. This was more of an offensive prospect game, but you had Braylon Trice for Washington, who I thought was really good in this game. And then you had to sweat and Byron Murphy for Texas. What'd you think?
3: Yeah, I thought, I thought Byron Murphy looked good. Um, I think he's uh, someone who bites sneak into the first round. I think he's probably a second-round prospect. Uh, but, yeah, I, I thought I thought he looked pretty good. Uh, Braylon Trice, um, I, I, I thought, looked really good. Um, and it kind of, uh, kind of at the right time, too, because uh, Charlie posted um, a uh, – I, I don't know if it was a hot press or a stock report. I can't remember where he was on the site, but it was on the site. And he um, – Br- Braylon Trice – Uh, Has gotten some knocks from the NFL draft uh, scouting community, where they don't view him as as an elite prospect or anything. uh, Which is surprising because I've I've had him in the first round of the mock draft, even as high as number nine uh, in one of my actually number seven. uh, I had that high, Uh, but I guess I guess I evaluated him differently because uh, some of the NFL people that Charlie spoke to didn't like him very much. So I moved into the second round. that's where Charlie hasn't too, I think. But um, maybe based on this performance, maybe they'll change their mind. Maybe it, it really, it only takes one player to fall. In, or it only takes one team to fall in love with the player. And uh, if a team was really impressed with what Trice did uh, in this semifinal game, and they want to take him in the first round, then he could still go there. Uh, but uh, it, it's still like it, it's it's still nice though that that he had this performance in the wake of Charlie's report about him, where teams were, were kind of down on him compared to what the national media thinks of him.
2: Walter Cherpinski, owner and founder, walterfootball.com. Thanks so much for coming on. And talking to me about the stock up and stock down of the players that were in the college football playoff These four teams obviously had a ton of talent on them That's why they were able to get to where they were But a lot of these guys are going to be in play to be on the field Sundays in 2024 And the Jets obviously will have some interest in quite a few of them And some of the ones that they may not still could impact Draft position and who the Jets are able to get at their pick So it's great to be able to talk to you about who helped themselves and hurt themselves And obviously tremendous intel on the quarterback situation from Charlie Campbell Really appreciate you coming on For those who want to check out everything you're doing at WalterFootball.com Including Charlie Scoops in the hot press section The mock drafts that you guys are doing all the time Including 2025 mock drafts What are they going to find over at WalterFootball.com
3: yeah, we have multiple 2025 NFL Mock Drafts, so uh, you can see what Charlie and I think about that. Uh, and uh, 2024 NFL Mock Drafts are updated every week. Uh, on Tuesdays, Or no, sorry, Wednesdays for me, right now, uh, after the season, they'll be on Tuesday. On Friday right now for Charlie, they'll be on Monday after the this, this Super Bowl uh, <coughs> from Charlie. Uh, Charlie's going to have a ton of uh, other draft content. The Hot Press, which I mentioned about, like where he talks to uh, lots of NFL sources, and they tell him, uh, all this great incel So uh, like, you can get a ton of uh, in, like Info from that uh, Big boards, stock reports, etc From the NFL Draft uh, If you're looking for other football content We have picks against the spread uh, Fantasy stuff, uh, rankings and whatnot We're going to have uh, grades for every coach Firing on Black Monday We're going to have grades for every NFL signing Grades for trades uh, free agencies in a couple months So we're going to have uh, stuff on that as well um, And power rankings, etc So Yeah, we have everything at WalterFootball.com. All the content's free, so check us out and yeah thanks thanks once again scott for having me on
2: walter always my pleasure having you on check out everything walter and charlie campbell are doing over at walterfootball.com check out everything we've got at play and the play like a jet youtube channel Some small awesome, small 22 breakdowns on our channel so watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already youtube.com slash play like a jet visit our store tpublic.com that's t-e-e-public.com we've got the john franklin myers Quentin williams bless you thank you shirt the play like a jet logo shirt caps mugs hoodies it's all there TPublic. Dot com That's TEEPublic.com. And be sure to give us a five star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you anybody, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and Play Like a Jet.com.